Hello, and welcome to another episode of This Black Love. I am your host, Jay Marie, and it's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> Wanted to hit you with a little note right there, one, two, one, two. Um, but I want to thank you all so much for all the love and the support that you've showed on my last episode last week. Thank you guys so much for the feedback, for listening and everything like that. As you know, I do drop a new episode each and every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can listen to my podcast on the Anchor app where I do record each episode. Or you can listen on Spotify. Oh, not Spotify, but (laughs) Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your podcast. All you have to do is search in the search engine type in this black love you should see a purple background with like a brown heart that says this black love that's me click on that and you should be good to go from there and listen to all my previous episodes we are currently still rolling in season four hello whoop-de-whoop-whoop-whoop. <laughs> i'm so excited but i'm not going to do too much um rambling because today I want to talk about something that I want to um, get into and I want to share a lot of information. I did a lot of research and um, it's a lot of tips that I want to go over and I want to make sure I get it in and don't make this too long even though majority of my podcasts are extremely long (laughs) but bear with me. So today I want to talk about first time home buying or purchasing a home or shopping for a home or things like that I do want to purchase my first home in the near near future so I kind of did this information for me and for you (laughs) but no um, especially for us in the black community I want you to get in the habit of owning things you know get in the habit of um investing in yourself, investing in, you know, bettering yourself. You know, that's my whole motto. That's what I love to go by. That's what I want everyone to achieve greatness. I want you to be able to buy your first home, maybe two homes, maybe three homes, maybe flip a a property or two or three and make residual income off of that. You know, um, buy your first car or lease your first car and realize that you understand the buying and the trading and leasing and you may open your own car business or realtor i just want to get your minds working you guys know how i am and how i feel about that so (laughs) yes so here we go i'm gonna just give you four topics that we're going to talk about and um i broke them down but before i do get started into everything i do want to let you know i did google a lot of my research and i did go onto the nerd wallet um website they have a whole lot of uh information this is exactly where i got my information and you know you could take or leave whatever you need you know like some people say eat the meat throw away the bones so i want to talk about preparing um to buy mortgage selections um home shopping and home purchasing so to get started i do want to talk about preparing to buy 
those tips. So first you want to start saving early. You know, people say all the time, you need to save, 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 save. But when you're, um, you know, for a rainy day or especially when you're trying to buy a house because you have to think of some of the costs that comes with buying a home. Not just, you know, you buy a home, you get a loan from the bank and then boom, you got a house and you just start paying your mortgage. You want to know about the down payment. How much are you willing to put down on the house? So that's why you want to save. Um, I know they have some programs, of course, and I'm going to get into that briefly, where they assist you, especially with first-time home buyers. Um, they assist you with your down payment or closing cost, whatever um, the case may be. Um, but you just want to make sure that if you don't qualify or if you don't want to use those types of programs, you want to know how much you're willing to put down on the house, on your home. So just with down payments, just continue to think how much money you're willing to put down on a home loan. Um, try using a down payment calculator to help figure how much you should put down or what's 3% of this, what's 3% of that. And what I mean this and that, meaning the pricing of the house. Um, like I said, you want to think about the closing costs. Are the fees and expenses, expenses excuse me, um, you pay to finalize your mortgage and ranges from 2% to 5% of the loan amount. Like with the closing costs, like are you willing to put up that money? That's what you want to uh, say. Uh, think about when you're saving. Um, with closing costs, sometimes like when you're in the buying process, you can have the seller pay for the closing costs, um, things like that. But if you're looking to pay for those closing costs, you want to save up for that as well as move in its expenses. You can um, easily rack up money when you thinking about your move in expenses, meaning like from furnishing the home to if the home need repairs or you need upgrades or you're trying to, um, you know, do something a little different with the home, with the home. Now I need to pause because I, I think I'm trying to rush through this and this is not a rushing process because it's a lot of information. Like you guys, I literally was on my iPad typing it up so I can know, you know, have a flow basically, be organized, but I need to slow down so I can get the information relayed to you as clearly as possible because I feel like I'm stumbling over my words. So when you're saving Consider the the um, cost, how much you're putting out, whether it be for the down payment, the closing costs, or your moving expenses, expenses as well as moving out expenses. Um, I forgot to put that in there because moving out can be expensive if you're not doing it yourself, or even if you are doing it yourself and you're using a company's truck or you're using U-Haul, which is a very famous. Um, you know, moving facilities that, that, you know, helps you with borrowing their trucks and everything to help move, that can also be an expense that you need to add in. Or if you hire movers to do everything for you, that's another added expense. So saving is not just for the down payment, it's for everything when you're thinking about moving and when you're thinking about, you know, buying your first home. So just think about that. Um, Another tip under preparing to buy 
you want to decide how much you can afford. Just remember, if you don't take anything from all of the information that I do share with you guys, just remember not to go over your head. Don't get ahead of yourself. Don't bite off too much you can chew. So just, if it's right, you'll know. So if it feels, you know, I don't, I just don't want people to just rush like, oh, 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 let's just buy a home. Let's just buy a home. Like really sit down and think like how much of a home can you afford? Remember the bigger the house, the more you're going to be spending. I mean, that's just plain and simple. Set a price range so that you'll know like, okay, I'm willing to go this much. Excuse me. I'm willing to go this, to spend this much for this particular type of home. Just um, when you set a price on what you're willing to spend monthly on your mortgage, you are better prepared because that's why that um, those little down payment calculators and the payment calculators are very important because it can give you a ballpark of how much your monthly um, mortgage is going to be. So just be mindful of what you're willing to spend as well as knowing what you can afford. Like I said, don't bite off more than you can chew. Also remember that your income, your debt, your down payment, your credit score, and where you plan on living does play a major role in how how much basically you can afford. So all of that is into consideration with saving and knowing how much you can afford when buying or purchasing your first home. Make sure, I'm I'm going to point three now. This is point three under preparing to buy. So, um, oops, I forgot to do one thing because (laughs) what I don't want okay sorry what I didn't want is a is a phone call to interrupt my recording (laughs) so um where I was let's go back to where I was um okay so the first I'm gonna just go back and reiterate so under preparing to buy tips you want to start saving early considering the cost Um, decide how much home you can afford so your eyes don't get bigger than your wallet (laughs) and the third thing under this is check and strengthen your credit now you guys know if you guys know me you guys know how I feel about credit and teaching especially our people about credit and how you can keep and maintain your scores or um, rebuild your credit score Um, You know, during season one, I did talk about that. I had a three-part series where it goes into all the details about your credit score, what makes up a credit score and all of that. Um, If you guys want, I could do another one. Just let me know. (laughs) Um, But 
before you get too ahead of yourself, check your credit score, please. This step is very important because upon approval of any home loan, if you decide to go that route, because some people got cash like that and they can pay for it outright, which is fine. But for the majority of us who don't have that kind of money laying around, um, you want to check your credit score. You want, If you need to strengthen it, you need to do that. This is a very important step. You want to make sure that um, when banks look at your credit report, that they can trust you that you will pay the loan back. Remember to keep your balances low on credit cards, pay your bills that are reporting on time. Do not close any open credit cards. And if you are able to either pay off any outstanding debt or see if you can get it removed. Okay. Repairing your credit report is, I mean, excuse me. I'm, I'm, let me. Repairing your credit is not something that can happen overnight. It does take a little time, but with discipline, you can achieve a great credit score. You can always get a free credit report annually from all three major credit bureaus, which is Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. You can contact them via phone or via mail requesting an annual credit report, meaning you could get one free credit report from each of the bureaus once a year. If you decide to get another one within that year, they they are going to charge you. You also have free apps such as Experian, Credit Karma, Credit Sesame, all these different um, free and um tools, excuse me, credit tools that you can use and access without hitting your score or anything, but you can check to see around about what's going on with your credit, where your accounts stand, how many accounts do you have, how many you have open, like j- believe it or not, the when you're buying a home, Remember, this is the biggest and one this is the biggest investment you're going to make. The next one is a car, but the first biggest investment you ever will make is buying your home. Whether it's your first home, second home, third home, whatever the case may be, it is a big investment. And because it's such a big investment, the banks want to know, can we trust you? Unfortunately, that's what they go off of. They don't go off of anything else, but they all think, can I trust you with this $200,000 that I'm about to give you to buy the house? Can I trust and believe that you're going to pay it back? Let me see what you did with that $500 credit card that you had. Did you pay that back on time? Did you pay it at all? They want to know. So remember, check and strengthening your credit report is very important, people. Please make sure you do that. So those three things under preparing to buy is start saving early, considering the cost, um, decide how much home you can afford, um, and also check and strengthening your credit report. 
Now, the next thing I want to go into is your mortgage selection. Now, this is um, a little bit more in depth. In depth. So, the first point that I want to talk about is explore mortgage types. Now, I looked up one, two, three, four, four, and five. Okay, no, four, five, six. I think it's six different types of mortgages. So, you have the conventional mortgage, which is not guaranteed by the government and typically targets first time home buyers to pay 3% down of whatever the total amount of the house costs. You have the FHA loan, which is insured by the Federal Housing Administration, and buyers typically, um, their down payment is 3.5%. You have the USDA loans, which is guaranteed by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This loan is for is typically for your rural rural home buyers <laughs> and may not require a down payment. You have the VA loans. Uh, they're guaranteed by the Department of Veteran Affairs. This is for all of our veterans. As you know, yesterday was Veterans Day. I salute and, you know, give homage and homage to our veterans out there. I know I have veterans in my family. Love you all. Um, this loan is for current and veteran military service members. So if you're active or if you retire from the military, you can go through VA loans and they typically have no down payments. Um, the next one, you have a 30 year fixed rate mortgage where you pay back um, the loan over 30 years and your interest rate stays the same for the term of the loan. So, you got 30 years to pay this off, but your rates won't fluctuate, which is a, which is good because, you know, interest, <laughs> we don't want to go into interest. That's another whole thing because, who do they fluctuate? Um, then you have a 15-year loan, which is similar to a 30-year loan, but you have a lower interest rate than a 30-year, but comes with a higher monthly payment. So... It's shorter in term, but you're going to pay more of a mortgage. You're going to pay more monthly payments, basically. Um, so that's the types of mortgages that are out there. Now, if there are some more, I'm not sure. I didn't look to see if there are different um, other types of um, mortgages. I just want to give you the ones that are mostly used and that... Um, a lot of I hear a lot of people talk about all right so the next thing under mortgage selections you want to research first-time home buyer assistant program do your research in your city your state your county wherever you are wherever you decided you want to plant um, your life and have your home do your research to see what assistance applies to you as a first-time home buyer remind you each state is different and assistance our assistance is different for each state, um, but it can help with low interest rate mortgages, low down payments, and closing costs. So that's why it's important for first time home buyers to research any type of assistance that your state may have because it can help you tremendously. I've known, I know people 
who went through the first time home buyer assistant program and they didn't have to put down no down payment they didn't have to worry about their closing costs or anything and they have a very beautiful home where they want to where they wanted to live so just think about that also with um, the first time home buyer assistance programs they do give out tax credits which is available through you know the first time home buyer program so the next thing under mortgage uh, selections you want to compare mortgage rates and fees you want to compare them because the uh, consumer financial protection bureau um, they recommend that you request loan statements from the same type of mortgage and um, for the same type of mortgage from multiple lenders. So I know it sounds like a lot, but basically you want the consumer financial protection. Well, excuse me. I'm sorry. Let me back up. Ooh, 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 ooh. You want to compare rates and fees. Because let's say you have a $350,000 home that you like. So you want to go to different lenders, different banks and say, hey, this is a $350,000 350, loan. And I want to see what type of rates and fees if I, if I get my loan through you. So that's why you want to research that and you want to compare with each lender. Like you go to five banks and you say, hey, this is a $350,000 loan. What's your interest on this loan? What are your fees attached to this loan? And compare them so that you can choose which, which one best fits you and your budget. So um, you want to make sure that you're getting the best deal possible. You want to compare the costs, including the interest rates and possible um, origination fees. Um, you want to make sure that you take full advantage of every opportunity that is out there for you. Do not leave no stone unturned. You want to make sure you have everything together me I'm just an organizer so I want to make sure I have everything like boom 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 <laughs> that's just me all right so um the next under mortgage selection tips excuse me y'all, I don't have my water today so I'm kind of struggling <laughs> and all right so back to my professional voice <laughs> all right you want to get a pre-approval letter so after you compare your mortgage rates and fees and things of that nature, you want to get a pre-approval letter. Apply for a pre-approval letter when you are serious about buying um, a home or doing home shopping or things like that. Now, the pre-approval is when a lender offers to loan you a certain amount under specific terms. You will show this pre-approval letter to sellers. I learned something new about this pre-approval letter. I did not know about that. 
It says, this will alert them that you're serious about buying a home and will you get and will give you an upper hand over other buyers who don't have pre-approval letters. So basically, when you get that pre-approval letter, it lets the seller know like, oh, okay, I don't we don't have to wait around. This I want to sell this house fast. They have their pre-approval letter. We can rock with them and that can put you ahead over any other sellers i mean either any other buyers potential buyers who are looking to buy the house like if that home is what you want and you have that approval letter for that particular home by all means be like hey i know you're selling this home like boom here's i'm already in order and i'm ready to buy and it alerts people like, oh, they're serious. I don't have to wait all this time. We can hurry up and get this in escrow and be done with it. So think about that when you're purchasing your first home or buying another one. So remember, under the tips for your mortgage selection, remember, explore all the types. You know, look about, look up or research conventional mortgages, FHA loans, USDA loans, if you're a veteran, VA loans, 30-year fixed mortgage rates, um, fixed rate mortgage or 15-year loans. Look up those things to see which one best fits you. Remember, number two, research any first-time home buyer assistant programs for your city and state. You want to, and for first-time home buyers, you want to make sure you are taking advantage of any resources that are out there. Number three, compare mortgage rates and fees. These banks will try to sell you anything be like okay I'm gonna take it under consideration let me talk it over with some people and while you're talking it over visit other institutions to see which place is going to give you the best rate and not going to tack on so many fees and which stays in your budget and number four get that pre-approval letter when you're serious about putting an offer in these sellers want to sell their homes quick so they can move on with their lives and it could be taken off of their hands make sure you get that pre-approval letter you have it ready so they can take you serious and look at you over any other buyers that's out there now i'm not saying this to say that it'll go perfect every time because it may not so just be aware that even if you do have that pre-approval letter just know like the seller can take you serious that you're ready to really close in and buy a home okay so those are the four things so let's go back remember when preparing to buy start saving early cost um, consider costs um, decide how much home you can afford and check and strengthen your credit report the second bullet point is mortgage selection tips remember to explore mortgage different types of mortgages research first-time home buyer assistant program compare mortgage rates and fees and get a pre-approval letter okay now the third bullet point is home shopping tips which is the fun part to me it's the fun part because i like looking at homes but we have four points or four tips for home shopping 
So the first tip is choose a real estate agent carefully. Okay, you don't want just anybody being your realtor if you decide to go with a realtor because sometimes when people are buying homes they want to do things on their own or experience or they're experienced enough to you know do this on their own without a realtor but me I will be looking for a realtor because I don't want to do this on my own but check up on who you use as a real estate agency all people are not good people. Some people are just out for a check. Some people just want um, to make a sale and they don't care about you. They're going to put you in any and everything. So make sure you check references. You know, who used them before and how are they um and how they are with assisting with first-time home buyers, because you can get some, you can get a realtor who never dealt with a first-time home buyer, and all of the stuff that comes with a first-time home buyer. So you want to make sure for first-time home buyers, i.e., myself, have you helped or assist people with purchasing their first home, or are you just a veteran in the game? that you're just used to selling people homes who've already had homes and they want to close on that. Check their references. Make sure that they are being realistic and honest with you. Meaning they're willing to break it down like, hey, this is your bracket. You can't go over that. This is what's in the neighborhood, but I'm going to find you what's you're as close to as I can get to what your dream is or what you're expecting. You want to make sure they're going to tell you the real, the bad, the good, and the ugly. So you want to make sure that they're being real with you. You want a realistic and honest agent. I mean, I would want one. I wouldn't want nobody to plan with me with my time and my money. No. You know, you want to get the, they want to get that big commission check. They, they don't want to make sure they satisfy your needs with buying a home. Like I said, this is a big investment. Okay. Make sure they are looking for homes that fit what you are looking for or come close to it. Because let's be realistic here. Like you're not going to find a home that's perfect, absolutely perfect for you, unless you're getting a home built from the ground up where you can tell them, this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want. But if you're getting a home that's already built, you know what I mean? It, to get exactly what you want, it's it's not realistic. Like, come on. And if I, I could be wrong, I could be wrong. There could be homes out here that's already built that has everything that you want, but are you going to pay the price for it? Okay. Think about that. <laughs> and don't let them talk you into anything you are not comfortable with. Don't let them do that to you because seller, me, um, being a car salesman and seeing other people do, th you know, sell things, they're smooth talkers. They'll talk you up and make you believe that this is what you need. And then in all actuality, when it comes down to it and all the dust has settled, you're like, you're not happy. And now you're stuck in this mortgage paying this for this home that you're not satisfied with so don't let them talk you into anything so the first tip remember choose your real estate agent carefully and this is for home shopping tips 
Now, number two under home shopping tips, pick the right type of house and neighborhood, okay? You don't want to be just any and everywhere. Make sure that you are searching for homes in the area you desire or can afford. List out all the pros and cons of what types of homes you're interested in. Make sure that it can fit inside your budget. You don't want to be out here looking for big houses that you can't afford. Think about the different kinds of homes that they have out there. So I'm gonna give you a little little nugget. <laughs> okay, you have condominiums or townhomes. They are more affordable, but less privacy because you're with townhomes and condominiums. You're right, like your neighbor is right there. It's attached to your home, even though it's a separate home. It's right attached to your home, so it's less privacy. You hear with their, you can sometimes hear your next door neighbor um, on both sides if you're in the middle or on one side of the house if you're on the end you're going it's it's less privacy but um you do have hoa fees you do okay then you have single family homes they're detached bigger yard space um more privacy like i said um but you do have HOA fees if you're in a gated community. Now, I was like, huh, that don't make sense. But you do have some gated communities that are single family homes. Um, I've driven through them in the area that I live in. I live in a very nice area. I'm not even going to hold you. Um, and they have gated single family home communities. And they also have gated single homes mixed with town homes and condominium homes. And they're beautiful. They're I, they're breathtaking beautiful. Um, so you have condominiums and townhomes, single family homes. You have fixer upper homes, single family homes in need of updates and repairs. Um, the cost it costs less per square foot, um, but you have to budget in more for repairs. So with fixer uppers, they may be on the lower end of the price, but you get more bang for your buck. Um, and of course you have to budget in repair. So if you have a $700,000 loan, but your house only costs what? $200,000. You have 500,000 to play with to upgrade your home to equal up the whole 700,000. I hope I said the numbers right because I feel like I didn't. So you have a $700,000 loan, your home costs $200,000 and you have $500,000 for renovations, updates and putting the house how you want it. So I hope, I hope that makes sense. Um, so you have those types of homes. So whatever home type you choose, um, decide if it's a starter home to get your feet wet with the buying process or it's a forever home. So when you're doing your shopping for homes, what I mean by that um, with a starter home is like, you know, you you want to buy a home, but this is your starter home. So you're not pressed about what's in it or the updates. You're, you will update it, but you're not rushing into it. But a forever home is something you're going to be in 
forever till it's time to pass it to someone else because you're old age and you know you want to downsize and you know something you want to leave for your family a legacy so think about that when you're um shopping when you're doing home shopping make sure that you choose the right neighborhood and that you know the type of home you want okay so number three is stick with your budget when you're home shopping. Like I said, your eyes can be bigger than your wallet when you're looking at these homes. Um, You have the different styles and things and it could be very exciting and it also can be overwhelming. Just take your time and just make sure that whatever your price range is, you stick to it. Don't like try to bend and be like, okay, I'm I'm gonna squeeze it a little bit more so I could get a little bit more house, you know? Don't get in way over your head or bite off more than you can chew, especially if this is your starter home for you. Make smart decisions and choices when it comes to staying in your budget, okay? Like I said, I'm going to keep saying it. Don't let your eyes be bigger than your wallet, okay? Like, be realistic. Bring it in. And, um, yeah. (laughs) Try to... I'm going to say like this, try. No, I'm not even going to say try. Stick with your budget. That's what's wrong with us now. We like to spend, 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 and like think about budgeting later. No, we need to train our minds to think differently. So stick with your budget. Don't budge, move, whatever. Stick with your budget. All right. And the last tip under home shopping is make the most of the open house. That's why I love home shopping um, because... You want to make the most of the open houses that they have. Go! Don't just look at it on your phone or your tablet or your computer or look at papers and you're swishing through papers, getting paper cuts and all that other crap. Go! Make sure that you take the time to go visit different open houses. You see like five houses that are on the market and they have open houses. Schedule one. Go to, if they, if you see in your neighborhood like, oh, this is my desired neighborhood. I've decided to stay in this neighborhood. I want to stop renting and buying. They're having an open house. If you see open house signs, go. That helps you cross off what you want and what you don't want in your house. Oh, I can't stress it enough. Go. Okay. Um, make sure that you visit different listings so that you can visually picture yourself living there your furniture Um, you can manage your furniture like what kids will have this room or what I'll make this room or how my kitchen will look or how any room would uh, potentially look like it's nothing like putting yourself in real time when visiting an open house trust me you won't regret it okay go so just to go back for your home shopping tips choose a real choose a real estate agent carefully make sure you got their references check up on them pick the right type of house and neighborhood remember the different types of homes condominiums townhomes single family homes fixer-uppers things like that stick to your budget Don't let your eyes be bigger than your wallet and make the most of open houses. Go people, just just go. And last but not least, your purchasing tips, okay? We have three points under, I mean three tips under purchasing. 
Okay, number one, pay for a home inspection. When you're ready to buy and you're ready to sign those dotted lines and hand over the keys, you need a home home inspection. When you are serious about putting in an offer, you want to get that home inspected. You will do this to see if there's any structural damage or mechanical damage. The inspectors are great at their jobs, so let them do that. They will let you know if anything needs to be fixed and what the potential cost may be. You can take, once you have the inspection, you can take that back to the seller and speak to them about it during negotiations. Make sure that the inspector can get to every part of the house, every nook and cranny. If they can't, that's a problem. Make sure that um, there is an inspector so that you can ask questions if you need and find out any information about the house, about the roof, did that need to be fixed? What about the heater, the water tank, all of that? That's what they do. And then you go and take that back. Like you pay the inspector, but then you go back to the seller and be like, hey, I had the inspector inspect the house. We had these issues. Now we need to renegotiate. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Okay. Which goes into the next tip, which is about negotiate with the seller. Now with negotiations, you will want a little assistance by talking with your realtor. So if you're doing your own sale, like you know, you've been through this process before, a realtor walked you through it and now you on your own, you're doing the conversations with the seller. But like, if you're like me, you want to talk to your realtor. They are the middleman, quote unquote, between you and the seller. They'll be speaking on your behalf and the seller will be speaking to them and, you know, like that. Um, make sure that you take everything into consideration when negotiating. Everything. Make sure you think about the open house and how it felt to be in the house in real time. Think about the inspection that you walk through and the actual selling price of the house when you're going into negotiations. Excuse me. Once you do that, you can speak with your realtor about making an offer. You can negotiate the original price by going under asking, going under asking price or a little over depending on if there is a bidding war. But if you got that pre-approval, baby, <laughs> you don't have to go into a bidding war. If they, if, but if they have their approval letter, pre-approval letter, and you have a pre-approval letter, there could be a bidding war, meaning there's, they really want that house, okay? Just use wisdom and go with your gut feeling. Your gut will never steer you wrong. So make sure that when you're in negotiations, you're considering everything, your walkthrough, the inspection, how much it costs, everything, 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 the whole process before with, um, you know, the house shopping process, the mortgage selections, the, when you was preparing to buy, like everything is in consideration. It goes into consideration when you're negotiating. Okay. Now, once all of that is done, the final tip with purchasing is buy adequate home insurance. 
a lot of people, you know, I guess they just getting on a wave about it or whatever. And, you know, things are starting to happen. Like houses are on fire. They're just dropping out of nowhere, whatever the case may be. You want to make sure that your house is insured. As you know, you need insurance for just about any and every thing. Okay, it's not just for cars. It's not for pets. It's not for just life. I mean, it's not just for car. It's not just for pet insurance. It's not just for um, life insurance. No, you need home insurance. You know you need it for that just in case anything happens because buying a home is a very big investment you want to make sure that is that it is insured properly and if you are renting and you have renters insurance talk to the agent that you have renters insurance through about switching over and getting the best price for homeowners insurance or if you want something different shop around and get the best deal with the most coverage. You can never have too much coverage. You wanna make sure that you're covered from the rooty to the tootie, as they say. From the top to the bottom, everything needs to be insured for because if you have damages, you don't just have this money laying around that you can replenish everything. You don't. Or if you do, kudos to you, boo. But you wanna make sure that you're covered and everything is covered you know so think about that when you're purchasing okay so just to reiterate your purchasing tips you have three of them you want to pay for home inspection or make sure you get a home inspection negotiate with the seller and buy adequate home insurance so i know i went over a lot you can always replay back any information or go back and take notes and everything that I said, but I'm going to just quickly go back over. The first tip is preparing to buy. I mean, the first, I'm sorry, the first um, information or the tips, whatever, in the tips section. <laughs> the first one you have preparing to buy. You want to start saving early, decide how much you can, home you can afford and check and strengthen your credit score. The next tips are for mortgage selections. You want to explore mortgage types, research first-time homebuyer assistant programs, compare mortgage rates and free fees, and get that pre-approval letter. The third you want to for the tips you want for our mm, the third tips are for home shopping, and you want to choose a real estate agent carefully. Pick the right type of house and neighborhood, stick to your budget, and make the most of your of the open houses. And the final tips are purchasing. And under purchasing, you want to pay or get a home. Make sure you pay for a home inspection or period. Just get a home inspection. <clears throat> Excuse me. Number two, negotiate with seller. And number three, be adequate. I mean, buy, not be, excuse me, <laughs> buy adequate home insurance, okay? Now, that's all I have. I don't, that's all the research <laughs> that I did. <laughs> I hope that you all can take something 
from the information that I provided. When buying a home, just know that every story is different. Just make sure you're doing what's best for you. Follow your gut. Don't let your eyes be bigger than your wallet. Trust yourself. Don't be scared. I'm really talking to myself, you guys. Don't be scared. Go along for the ride. If it's not your time now, do what you got to do so it'll be your time next time, okay? All right. Okay. All right. (laughs) All right. I hope this was helpful for you because it was really helpful for me. Um, Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of This Black Love. <laughs> remember i do drop an episode each and every friday at 2 p.m eastern standard time please remember to share with any and everyone that you know always i mm, i don't know why i'm so tongue-tied today but anyway as always thank you for the love and support that you guys show each and every week i applaud you guys i love you guys you guys are the best of the best of the best of the best of the best honey you're the best honey but i thank you guys so so much enjoy your weekend guys you know be safe out here don't be doing nothing crazy because you know it's crazy folks up out here but i will talk to you i gotta write instead of saying i'll talk to you guys next week have a great weekend and a great next week and love light and all that good stuff okay I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.